What are you gonna wear for your lip sync? I told Trinity, I'm like, girl, I hope I'll have to keep changing these outfits and not lip syncing. Changing when you don't lip sync is so annoying. Oh my God, right? I you be looking it. like the dumbest Boo -boo ass bitch. The fool. Boo boo the damn fool. <laughs> Just out there like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Right. Oh, not this week? Okay, well, I'll catch you. I'll catch you next week. So that's a very short clip of the week, but I thought there were two things that made me think of that um, to be our clip of the week. One, I feel like we've been a little tough on Shay this season, and I wanted to highlight a moment of Shay being very naturally charismatic, 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 you know, please welcome to the stage, charismatic, uh, very naturally charismatic and charming and, and funny. And I was like, oh, there's the Shay I know. Um, but two, it made me think maybe this is something we do at the end of the season, but I think it'd be a fun list to look at like the best lip sync outfits, either that we weren't featured or just in general rank our favorite lip sync looks. Okay. So lip sync looks in general versus the ones, or maybe even including ones that we didn't even get to see perform. Right. Exactly. Like I feel like there were some, some week where I was like, Oh man, I would have loved to see that yeah. one more. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, the I am loving to see them change. Like I, I, it's like, Oh, you all brought more looks. Okay. This is right. fabulous. But it's also like, as the weeks go on, like I, cause I think Trinity tweeted about this. She was like, yeah, I didn't know we were all doing this. So as the weeks go on, they start to really run out of things to put on. Oh, interesting. Well, I feel like Trinity would just, like, whip something up. Well, exactly. She's the one who probably has to worry the least. And I feel like if I knew that this was the situation, I would just have one lip sync look. And I would just wear it iconically every week. <laughs> it's like, this is what I lip sync in. Uh, kind of like Samantha Ballantyne's naked. <laughs> yeah, essentially. That works, too. I love that we're starting with a Shea Coulee clip of the week because... I think Shay should have been in the top, like by a long shot this week. Wow. Wow. Those those pink tights really uh really won you over, eh? Pink tights. Mary, there was so much more than pink tights. I know, but you know, it's the kind of thing where it was like on any other season, I think the judges would have gone in on the on the waist down of that look as being very basic compared to the waist up and I thought she looked good, but I was just like, wow, that's one of those things on another season that you'd be like, oh, that, that queen is screwed this week. They, Mary, why didn't they give her leopard fabric? I don't know. I was thinking about that of like, hmm, like other than doing what she did, how could she have recreated this look without featuring the pattern in some way unless she just color blocked something that was that sort of pink black and yellow mm, i mean i guess they were like get creative but part of i guess part of like creating um an homage or something like yeah you would start with the fabric or something like that i did i did love that look that it was like it reminded me a little bit of saint the creator saint from dragula on Resurrection, when she did that, like, 1960s vampire. Yes, yes. Ugh, I love that like, look. Like, this was a villain. Like, Shay came out as a villain, and I love that. I Yeah, I mean, I think the character that she created, I think the interpretation of it was, was all cool. In and of itself, it was a cool look. I just think, you know, traditionally, it... it we might have seen them on another season say to Monet that she was wearing a bodysuit and a corset. You know what I mean? It's like these things that have well, become yeah. like club kid shoes on Dragula that are staples that like the judges don't live for. And then we saw a couple of them this week and it was like, oh, the judges don't seem to worry about that this week. Well, we, of course not. They don't. They're not worried about anything this week, Mary. It's in the or contract. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's in the brief. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, well, I will say with Monet's bodysuit, the cat suit, uh, as long as you say it's Lee Bowery inspired, if, you know, then, then oh. it's elevated. You know what I mean? Vivian Westwood, Lee Bowery. Yeah, right. A love letter. It. It's a love letter to Lee Bowery and Vivian Westwood. <laughs> Done. Safe. And like, I'll I say this though, I'm sorry. <laughs> up front, I actually really enjoyed Monet's look and I think it had a real impact and... I think deserved high praise, but it just was, it did include a bodysuit and a corset, and it was a love letter to Lee Bowery. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I mean, I have uh, more thoughts on this legendary runway, but before we get into anything, I just, I want to praise 
Trinity the Tuck or Trinity the Fuck for featuring the first rim job lip sync. Uh, I mean, this is the kind of air instrument I'm into seeing someone play, you know? That lip sync was a real mouthful, Mary. Absolutely. Yeah, she, you know, uh she was asking for it. <laughs> as as they as Viv might say, very cheeky. <laughs> Jada oh Essence Hole. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Uh, Trinity definitely ate that runway up during the lip sync. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, yes, there's much to love about Trinity this week. Uh, there's much to love about a lot of things this week. Maybe uh, well, we should get into it. Let's do it, Mary. I, uh, I, I, I could not help but hear block, 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 and I'm surprised nobody kind of named the Vivian chicken because <laughs> she's just blocking Jinx. Oh, maybe they will. Maybe, maybe they will. Um, <laughs> no one thought to look to the Vivian and say, "You chicken," because you just block, yes. block, 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 block. Right, right, little chicken. Uh, I, I think it was Bob the drag queen that refers to. The Vivian as Vivian Pinay. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love and like the the rem- the reminder of season five deep cut Vivian Pinay. Yeah, the Vivian Pinay. The oh. Vivian Pinay. <laughs> the Vivian Pinay. That's a before and after. Yes, that's a before and after. Put add that to the list. The Vivian Pinay. Oh, it, <laughs> it galls me that that didn't occur to us at the time. Oh, uh, the Vivian Pinay. Um, well, I do have to praise Jinx for evoking the. Kennedy goddamn Davenport, fuck my drag, right? That felt good. Kennedy continues to have just as much impact as the next girl. She, yeah, she is the moment. Uh, (laughs) So uh, I also want to just remind everyone to please continue to keep watching these episodes as if Jada Essence Hall is incredibly stoned and doesn't want anyone to know. Because especially in these opening numbers or these like group settings, whenever it cuts to Jada... Pie eye to to two o'clock. I mean, she's just so stoned. I I thought the interaction at this act one between the Vivian and Jinx was refreshingly unrehearsed, and it did seem like I didn't even think of it. But like, yeah, why would you block your fucking teammate, bitch? <laughs> yeah, I, I it didn't occur to me until she brought that up. Of like. I, I guess I sort of thought that we would be this would make me immune, if, you know, given that we had worked so well together. But I mean, it's kind of the only conflict we have in the room. You know, it's like the only driving force other than kind of just going around praising each other. So mm-hmm. or doing more yoga. So I uh, I guess I, and that being said as well, in in, you know, just strategy sense i feel like when you have the opportunity to block jinx block jinx this was just a bad week for it yeah no absolutely it was a bad week uh to block jinx because yeah this look anyway i'll get to that when we get to it but uh i thought that you know i would call that out um there's something kind of criminim about hell hath no fury like a witch scorn for me what is that about for me that's all me it's not Jinx. Why am I feeling like is it's like is it because they showed it in the preview? Yes, they showed it in the preview and so there was that. And I think that it's missing like a a, a consonant. It's it, the rhythm is a little off. Hell hath no fury like a scorned witch. It kind of goes Bleh. You need like it's hell hath no scorned, like a witch scorned, woman scorned. Yeah, so I need another quote. syllable, yeah, another not syllable. consonant syllable. Here I am, you know, on her high horse. So she needs another syllable. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Play that oh, yeah. chord again. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, no, it. I mean, I greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> I mean, I do. Uh, do. Do not get me wrong. Like, I love the faggotry of of queer people referring to themselves as witches and just like naturally and genuinely being into witchcraft and like all of that. Like there's something like, no, I have special powers. I use the earth, you know, like there's something that I love about that. So I don't think that's it. There's, it was the way it was performed. I don't know. And it, again, it's just me and maybe Mary's out there. Understand what I'm talking about. 
sometimes there's just a delivery of something that just goes, oh, that, sure. oh, that was weird. Oh, oh, you know, and for anyone who doesn't know, I guess it's fair to say a criminum because, you know, to have a point of reference here comes from season six from fellow Seattle queen, Ben de la Creme in the rap challenge who we were shown in the preview uh, for the next week's episode. And then in the preview of the segment coming up before the commercial break. And then again, in the moment shown Ben de la Creme saying, and maybe you want to take it from here, boss. Creme and them is in the hizzy for shiz boy. Yeah. I just, I won't even say it. So um, anyway, anyway, uh, you know, (laughs) I just, I, I was on a trip this past few days, you know, when this episode came out, and I was, of course, missing Marco so much. And so watching Monet talk about missing her cat, Colleen, mm. I was like, yep, I, I needed this. I just, I feel this. I need this. Uh, and Monet, those big glasses in the workroom are such a graduation mm. from Baby's First Glasses of season 10. Mm. I love them. I just love these these big glasses. Uh, Monet's cat segment, yeah, I think we got one from Jujubee, like, uh-huh. uh, and Chichi Devane talked about her cats. Uh, there's, there's something. It's different than if they talk about their dog, right? Which I don't think has been featured. I don't think so. I feel like people miss their cats. They can maybe miss their dogs a little bit, but this, like, oh, I just miss my cat. Like, it's so, you know, it comes with being an indoor kid, you know. You know what I love about Monet, Monet's cat Colleen being featured is there is, oh God, there's, it, I think it was like the, the clickable icon on YouTube, but it was a compilation of Bob the Drag Queen like bashing Colleen <gasps> on Sibling Rivalry. And because it's like this funny joke that Bob does not like Monet's cat or think right. that, I think he thinks that Monet like, defends Colleen when when they shouldn't you know and uh the 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 icon is so funny it's like Bob the drag queen like in a hat or whatever and then next to it is Colleen kind of like turning around looking kind of bitchy oh (laughs) it's Bob versus Colleen exchange Colleen exchange I love Colleen exchange well I'm glad she got featured that feels good same yeah same uh yeah we we get a pinterest plug this episode which is something that was not on my bingo card it wasn't on your pinterest board either uh (laughs) you know i've heard that pinterest app is that's where creators share ideas for the world to see i don't know if you knew that but that is what i've heard on pinterest i don't know why she got so cloe about pinterest all of a sudden on pinterest uh oh i also Uh, just want to know and i feel like there's there's a Instagram post worthy of just showing is Monet going to lean back and look incredulously at RuPaul every time mm. Ru walks into the room? It's the same look oh, as last Mary, week. Make it. Yeah, yeah make it. I'm all over it. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pinterest, Mary, I, the only thing I know Pinterest to be good for, and read me all you want, Mary, is I'm just, I, it's just not, wasn't something I ever got into, but I only know it to be good when like a couple is shopping for furniture. I could see that. I think it's good for sharing smoothie recipes as well. Is that a joke? No, I think it's a place where people share a lot of like eight great smoothies to start your day right, you know? Yeah, and they're like, but can't, it, okay. All yeah. Right. I just, what's the difference between a Pinterest board and just like Googling something? I think so. A Pinterest board is like somebody has. So if if I was like I'm looking for smoothie recipes, like here ha, here you know Caitlin W in Evanston, Illinois has curated some you know a whole bunch of different pins that uh, of of pinned recipes and guides for you know how to make great smoothies. And I'm like, oh cool. Well, I don't know Caitlin, but like I like these thumbnails, and so it's just a. You got just, those ears on. You got those thumbnails in there. Got those ears on. Um, and so that's – and it's great for recipes. It's great for, like, bridal registry things. I mean, I think we're just not the target users of Pinterest. It's it's really more for creators to share ideas for the world to see. Okay. People that get inspiration for something they're going to do in real life. Like, I remember when I first tried to use it, I'm like, wait, I – can't really click on anything oh i I can't buy that you know (laughs) yeah and like you click and it clicks somewhere else like i don't think i fully understand the user face i think pinterest it's like i don't understand snapchat i understand pinterest and i'm like right in between them because i think people older than me know how to use pinterest and people younger than me know how to use snapchat so i'm just like Mm. sitting at the bus stop you know tiktok 
Oh yeah, TikTok. I barely. I just swipe. Okay, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, we get this uh, legendary legend looks. Um, I some of the looks like the down under look. I was like, why is that on there? Well, I have a question because this this I got a little confused. At one point, Rue calls them ouch fits. And yeah, it, it was like, um, yeah. It almost felt like this was like here glam up some of my infamously worst looks on the runway because mm. that's almost what it felt. And they, but they they weren't all bad, but I could. But like obviously the the face kini one was a choice, and I, I don't know. I it felt like there were two ideas here, and like a Pinterest ha- board, perhaps. Yeah, may, well, you know, maybe a Pinterest board. You know, maybe the queens could find some ideas shared by creators, oh, you know, that had been shared to the world. Maybe they saw them. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think, I think they were supposed to be great looks. And the face Keeney look, when RuPaul kind of explained it, or when Monet even explained it, like, yeah, it made an impact. People fucking talked about it. And that's really the point of fashion, I think. And, like, how someone once, like, described the Met Gala to me. It was like, well, you're talking about it. It's like, yeah, but it looked ridiculous. Yeah, but Dan Levy, like, is now a conversation piece, you know? Um, yeah. I, I I think what threw me off was just like the ouch fits thing. Cause I was like, Oh, well I kind of love that idea, but I guess that would be an insult to Zaldi and, and company to be like, mm-hmm. this look was terrible. Make it better. You know? I just, uh, yeah. I don't know why the down under look was there. Were there any looks that you can think of off the top of your head that were missing? Oh God, there's so many. I feel like, you know, I, you know what I love is I can't remember what season it might be even like season four, but it's the big Mrs. Roper caftan that she wore with the big hair, and it was like okay. blue and pink. It had such a great color palette, and I was like, God, mm. you could do so many cool things with that. I, I would have, I it would have been a gag, and I don't think that they would ever been able to do this. But if they did the, um, what do they call it, the bars and stars dress from. To Wong Fu. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, that was like that season six RuPaul runway. Like, what if a queen did that? You know, what if Milk Which did one? the the one when Milk dressed as boy Ru? Oh, oh, I see. And her that eyes one. lit up. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. What if I feel like that would have been a good time to do the stars and stripes Rachel Tensions look. The the other look that I I think is just in our minds is during the whip your hair back and forth lip sync between Roxy Andrews and Alyssa Edwards, we see RuPaul in that a lot because they show her reaction, right? So much like the face Keeney look when Monet was, you know, did the Nicki Minaj lip sync. I feel like that also adds to when RuPaul's looks are iconic because they're, they were worn during iconic moments. Yeah, I mean, even thinking about, like, promo looks, I mean, they did obviously the season eight one and season seven one, but I feel like season six, which she, I mean, that promo in of itself is great, and I'm trying, but I guess I can't remember what RuPaul looked. No, RuPaul was in the Panther look. Um, yeah, right, the Panther look. That yeah. was, that was like, the, the start of an era of sorts. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that they're... That would be an interesting thing to hear from our Marys of like, what what do you consider to be iconic looks you would have loved to see these queens recreate? Because I mean, I'm I could there's probably 20 of them, but I just didn't prepare that assignment. So I can't think of them other than the Mrs. Roper one. That's my default. You know, Mm, I love this. Well, I went to to Wong Fu for sure. Uh, I mean, you could even no, I guess I wouldn't go to the Brady Bunch, but. But that yeah, would be a fun choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know online somebody wrote, uh, they, they showed the screenshot of RuPaul on The Weakest Link. I think that oh, would have like, taken the, green the piss thing? out of everything. Yes. Yes. Oh, I mean, that's that's what I want to see is RuPaul on The Weakest Link, RuPaul on Project Shut Runway. Gun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see like, yeah, like just, you know, RuPaul in the ninth, like the RuPaul in, in her denim and cowboy hat era, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think even more than the face Keeney during Monet's lip sync. The face Keeney during the virtual finale, Mary. Oh, I like, know. That's the a hoodie? missed opportunity with the hoodie and the face Keeney. Like that one, I think that the Queens could have gotten really creative with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like take this very basic look and then totally glam it up. Um, yeah. 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 Well, 
Yeah. Oh, well, well, you know, I want to. Uh, there is a topic I wanted to talk about that kind of comes up when I think it was Shay. No, it was Raja. Who was it that called Trinity the Roadrunner? Oh, I think Raja because Raja, right? Shay, yeah. Trinity was making the the glove at that point. Yeah. Yeah, she was just like had started already and, you know, was planning everything. Um, I got to say Trinity's edit, Trinity's kind of image after All-Stars 4 kind of went down a little bit. There was that like she devil by night controversy where it's like, is it her or isn't it her? She admitted to it and then she didn't like it's just interesting to see now Trinity this season, her star completely grew not just because she's making all of her own looks and then half the the casts, but because she's she's like killing the charm part of this competition. Yeah, I feel like Trinity is one of these queens that like when she's on a season, everybody loves her, and then when she's off a season, everyone's like, "Oh, Tweeting. Trinity, yeah. you know, like what a what a hack!" And like all of a sudden, yeah, whatever she says on Reddit or on Twitter, then just becomes like, "Oh God, Trinity's ridiculous!" And it's like, but then she's on these shows, and like not only is she great at drag, but yeah, seems to be like a genuinely nice person and really helpful, and um. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's an interesting Trinity is an interesting example of when we talk about queens and their relevance and like, you know, falling out of relevance like in a way Trinity is almost the opposite of what we talked about last week of like maybe on on nuance of like getting relevance by misbehaving publicly. Mm. Like I think like she, Violet. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like I think Trinity's star shines when people are reminded of how good she is at this and how good she is at this show, you know? Like Yeah. She's so yeah. good at all of the elements of producing this reality show. I I was not excited at all for Trinity uh when the cast came out. I was like, really? Uh you know, and now that she's here, I'm like, Well damn, she's killing it, you know? She's yeah. killing each runway. She's killing the runways, the talking heads. She's either giving you Lisa Rinna or Elaine Stritch. And I think that's a gift that we should all be paying mm-hmm. attention to is the ways in which Trinity, just in her talking heads, is uh, is even a delight. I mean, I feel like we have not been talking about her as a top four going to the lip sync palooza kind of queen. But I think we're seeing an edit of a queen who's definitely going to the top four. Well, especially because she's making so many allies and uh-huh. they they they're showing her strategizing with Monet. And again, I think that that is going to come to a head that that is going to either be punished or rewarded. And the fact that both of them now are actively doing it, especially with each other, because they have the alliance. That's that's not nothing for this edit. Right. That is very s- specific when they're not editing queens in any shady light it's like okay well then this isn't this is going to be good for them you know what i mean well and almost kind of to that point what if there's any longer narratives we're seeing this season are trinity and monet and having an allyship or being in an having an alliance i don't know words (laughs) today i don't know girl words and all but then (laughs) yeah i got them ears on i just you know (laughs) and i oh but uh but also then the Viv and Jinx is this long running and obviously they really kind of highlight in the edit this this feud going on and it suggests Monet, Trinity, Jinx and the Viv in the top 4. Oh, I see. I'm seeing Jada in the top 4. Uh Well, she's certainly the front runner. Yeah. Yeah, and and I am so obsessed with Jada. Uh she anyway, I can't wait to talk about Jada. Um I I wanted to bring up another topic that came up in this episode. You know, not much happened, right? They were just like sewing for two days. Yeah, yeah. uh, And having fun in the workroom. So there's like little things that happen. One of them was when I think it was Monet was like, oh, I love the sound of fabric tearing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of like her ASMR. Do you have sounds like that, Mary, that are kind of like your ASMR? Sounds that I like that are not the obvious like waves crashing on a beach. Um, Right, right. Like, I don't know. The sound of a dishwasher running, I uh guess, would be kind of like waves crashing on a beach. But like that one to me is very calming. 
Oh, I think like being like a a highway at night, like you know, I guess like I it reminds me of like falling asleep in the car, and so like mm. you know, just just the road sounds and the whoosh whoosh of other cars, like all of that mm. can lull me to sleep. Uh, you know what other sound that is? I don't know, very random, and I don't know why it popped into my head when I was thinking about this, but uh, sifting through a puzzle box. Huh. Yeah. All right. Very calming for me. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to think about this. Calming sounds. All I can think of are not calming sounds. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> right? Right, of course. I mean, uh, a cat purring is very oh, calming. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, the, the sound of a phone not ringing anymore because I didn't answer it. That's a nice sound. <laughs> <laughs> Silencing your phone. You yeah, mean? yeah, exactly. <laughs> Putting my finger on the little crescent moon. Do not disturb. That little you mean- tap. <laughs> You mean the sound of boys not calling you back? <laughs> yeah, I love that sound. The sound of being you blocked. Mean the sound of him not texting you back. Don't yeah. you just love that? I just love the sound of the sound of red at eight fifty eight PM and it's nine oh two AM. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds gorgeous. Mm. Oh, it's so soothing. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of sounds, um, I feel akin to my fellow Gemini of Raja because I do this and I feel like other gay people do this, Mary, but Raja was working on her garment in the workroom and she's like, yeah. oh, do you, did you, do you remember when she was doing this? Do I, uh, I, do I remember when she was doing this? Do you remember when you do this? I am very familiar with these sounds, Mary. I am very familiar with this, like, sex sounds rattle. It's just... Yes, it's a sex sounds rattle. It's when we're... I don't know why. It just... It comes out in the weirdest places. Yes, it does. It does. Sometimes... Mary, I was at a cabaret on Thursday. It was fabulous at 54 Below. And, like, the artist was bantering on stage. And I went with this gay guy, or these gay guys, essentially. and But the guy next to me, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, goes... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. I died. I died. It's the gayest sound I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> you can barely do it. I don't, well, ugh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> That's the only sound I want to hear. I mean, I probably hate it. Uh, I, I would hate it if it kept happening. Like, if somebody was around me... Or if I was around me, I would hate it, right? But uh, Well, you know, it's the kind of thing of like, so what am I supposed to do right now? Do I wait yeah. for you to finish? <laughs> right. Am I supposed to do it back to you? Am I supposed to – I don't know why you're doing it. So I don't even – I can't even like – the beach ball is not even in this court, you know? My friend uh, from uh, college, my um, second college, uh, we would go back and forth. He was a straight guy. And we would just go back and forth doing them, cracking each other up. It, it, there's no logic to it. It needs to be stopped. It shouldn't be done. But like gay porn sounds, I, I, I live. Bitch, you know I live. You think those sound like gay porn? That sounds like – I thought you were doing more like bad straight porn. Well, that can, that can be a genre of them. I guess it depends on what kind of porn you're watching. Because, like, when I guess when I think of bad Okay, gay... so there's the comeback. The comeback has oh, that scene yeah. uh-huh. that I love. It's like my drag. It's when the two porn stars are making those sexy sounds while Valerie is in the middle, right? Like, that, I can mimic that, right? That's one genre. But then the other genre is, like, you know, gay porn sound. <laughs> I mean, I I guess the version of this that I enjoy is, like, like guys who make weird sounds when they come like i think that's fun to be like huh, 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 you know and like to just keep like that yeah <laughs> you know things like that. i think that's fun <laughs> oh my god <laughs> there's one guy there's there's one guy this one porn star he's like an only fans now i think but man i have to like i have to turn I have to pause it or turn it off before he comes mm-hmm. because it's way too much. I'm just like, no, 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 no. This is way too much. It's distracting. Yeah, I, it is. It, it really, uh, it's a real pie in the fa- face of the wrong moment. You know, like it's just, oh, it's just weird. Anyway, um, 
Anyway, I think, you know what, this, I don't know where this falls in the episode, but I feel like this is the only appropriate time to play this clip. I just, I, with, I, this clip is unedited, but it is a completely nonverbal section of this episode. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't know we'd have this conversation when I made that clip. Wow. And I feel, uh, one more time, this is Jinx just feeling her outfit uh, while well, well, Evie's checking it out. Wow. <laughs> so. Jinx, Jinx was on another planet. I will say, it all started with Grandma Jada. Okay, we need to, because Grandma Jada, 18 minutes in, Sister Mary Emily sent us that, and I it made me so happy, because, yeah, it, some of Jada's pie-eyed look, especially when she has glasses on, is Grandma Jada. Mm-hmm. Grandma Jada, well, bring the hot glue gun, let's uh-huh. have a party, with the arm. The arm? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so well said. Come on over, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll bring the hot glue gun, we'll have, we'll have, a, party. We'll have a party. Yeah, at the craft B, you know. Let's have a party. Oh, God, I love her. I love Jada. You know, because the other thing about that dynamic, Mary, is that Jada is a younger queen, right? Mm-hmm. Jinx is season five. Jada's fucking season 12, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's a long gap. Meanwhile, Jada is like an expert at her craft, like top of her game seamstress designer. And so just the... The idea that Jada is the one coaching little Jinx. Well, yeah. Is, and, it's yeah. just such an interesting dynamic between the two of them. And Jinx coming up to her and saying, Jada, just to let you know, I'm here to help you with your sewing if you need. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> well, and then Jinx, you know, I mean, there's the Roosies, which I have nothing really to say about. Um, but then Jinx has, like, obviously this huge, you know, wonderful meltdown because she um, made her corset wrong. I love when she says, I can glue it again. It was very jinx. Um, (laughs) But we all... Oh, God. Yes, go ahead. We also got, of course, you know, uh, another Jesus Christ, Jinx Monsoon, Jesus Christ. And so I made a couple sound clips um, where I have... uh, I've, I've edited together her initial Jesus Christ with this Jesus Christ. And I have a couple of options for us now. Jesus Christ! And then there's... Jesus Christ! And then if you want a whole lot more, there's... Jesus Christ! Jesus Jesus, that's very silly. I thought you were going to play Mama's Dipped into the Cooking Sherry. I can there's I was going to almost make that whole section the clip of the week. Uh it was oh, so good. For a queen that did not win nor could have ever won this week's challenge, she took up so much time in this episode because she was just she had the sillies. It was so, I mean, to the point where it was like once, you know, not to jump ahead, but once Jada won, I was like, oh, you were kind of a supporting character this episode. I didn't see this coming at all until you walked down the runway. So mm-hmm. seeing Jinx this much, it was, I mean, she's also producing the most TV. Uh that being said, I do want to give also some love because we saw them in the workroom. But when Evie showed off her pants, it was very mm. reminiscent of, I believe this was season nine of Project Runway, Kimberly Goldson, who made gorgeous pants. Mm. And I, and but she wasn't like over the top TV and she seemed like someone they were going to cut at any moment just because she was like a, just a more chill energy. And so the whole season, I'm like, oh man, oh man, they're going to cut Kimberly. They're going to cut her. She's going to, oh, I love Kimberly. I love her pants. Nope, made it to the finale. It made yeah, me so I, happy. I guess I guess I remember that. Uh, yeah, no, the it was definitely all jinx in this workroom. Mom was uh, dipped in the cooking sherry. She was getting spanked on the sewing table by Evie, and God, the Vivian was barely handling it. Uh, she just looked very annoyed. Yeah, she uh, seems to be having the least fun sometimes. Yeah, your weirdest laugh, Jinx. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, I enjoyed it, uh, and it was a lot. Right, um, it would have been a lot to be around if I was. 
if I was really trying to get work done and had a short period of time, which is likely the situation here, and I wasn't Trinity, I might feel like, all right, Jinx, enough. Mm-hmm. It might be yeah. like when I yelled at my friends about the barbecue sauces at McDonald's, which we talked about. Um, <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> Mary's, uh, stay tuned on Only Mary's. Yeah, yeah. That. That's I guess that's a Patreon-only story, but I did, <laughs> I did yell at some people about barbecue sauce at McDonald's. But you know what? Someone needed to. And and they weren't workers. I wasn't yelling at a McDonald's, you know, employee. I would never sure. do that. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you know, you, you said you didn't have much to say about the Roosies. I didn't either, except I felt like RuPaul was often acting like he's not even paying attention to the Queens. Like they edited mm-hmm. him reacting to the wrong sentence. Yeah, I mean... It, Absolutely. I think, you know, both the Roosies and then, you know, his because he was he also gave a lot more critiques this episode than usual, I guess, because they were his looks or her mm. looks, as the case may be. But I, even those critiques felt very phoned in. It was almost like the earpiece was shorting out. And so like she was Oops. like, and you you had such a illusion that was so you and that made it good. You like, and I felt like there was a similar energy in the workroom where she was like, "I uh, uh, here's a story about this look because I don't know what you just said." Yeah, like Raja is like, "Oh yeah, I wanted the supermodel look because you know that's what slapped me in the face and told me to do drag." RuPaul's response was, "Wow, yeah, like there was no." I mean, I guess that it's that weird thing. I could understand. I feel like RuPaul gets weird about like people, like. Get, like saying things like, you know, your drag just woke me up as a kid. I feel like RuPaul doesn't know what to say, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, RuPaul's jacket looked like the wallpaper from the birdcage. Go with me here. The oh, Was it the, it was the greenish? Yes. Gold. Gold. And, yes. I, from in their upstairs apartment. Uh-huh. 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 I'm seeing it. Yes, yes. I'm seeing that I'm I'm uh Coleman. I'm hearing Coleman as I'm looking at the wallpaper. <laughs> Coleman. I have I have a girl. I have um, a girl. My yes. my ball has girls, yeah. I... Uh yeah, the other one was the other moment from the Roosies was uh this came out the day I was born and then you have the RuPaul. Ah, uh, fuck you. Oh, I love when RuPaul um, gives a little middle me finger. Too. Yeah. Me too. And I love when RuPaul I love that queens know now to to do that bit with RuPaul. That RuPaul likes to talk about keying somebody's car for being young yes yeah like toss rupaul that beach ball yeah right right that one i don't know that just like works for me um the uh the we also learned the trinity's finishing shay's look monet's look uh, and it is a wonderful strategy if not genuine you know yeah i mean i think it it serves two purposes like it creates a lot of allies you know it but it also yeah i feel like this is maybe just her nature as well uh and it is it's a great edit i mean i think it's yeah and it's interesting you know on certain types of challenges you know it's funny like the last design challenge i think was when we were like you know what i think jada's in this race and uh-huh. i feel like we're having a similar like experience with trinity now on a design challenge and i feel like on certain challenges when a queen like Viv jumps out in like the improv challenge, it's like, oh, I think we've got a front runner. And it's it's just like interesting week over week who pops for us depending on like what's being featured or what talent is being called on that week. And I wonder if there's anyone that we've been consistent about from the beginning regardless of the challenge it's like oh no it, i mean because even jinx like on the design challenges i'm like well you know these aren't her these are not her best weeks um but like there's you know you know what i'm saying like we're kind of like our our scorecards change depending on the week and the type of challenge of course and i think that that just goes with the nature of the edit and yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, my response is I'm not surprised that that's happening to us because they're all really, really good. The one thing I am surprised about is that we're seeing Monet consistently playing a strategy game, but I thought Monet would be doing a lot better. Well, yeah, I mean, I that, that also seems to be the edit of like Monet is is she thinks she's playing a strategy, but she might just be kind of spinning herself into butter a little bit or it's just not connecting it's you know her strategy it's you know it reminds me of when we went to go see was it with you i don't think i was i think i was with someone else when i went to go see um sleep no more and 
I was like, well, I'm in the other room. I'm definitely not doing this show correctly because I'm not oh. in the rooms where the things are happening because I don't want to run with everyone. And so however I was doing Sleep No More, I may have thought at one point I was doing correctly, but then I realized I was just walking around the same four rooms. So I wonder mm. if Monet is just walking around the same four rooms thinking that she's navigating this more than she is, you know? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, you need to win, right? You need to win the challenge. So your strategy doesn't mean anything unless you're winning. And she's she's not, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that she had a very strong chance. I think – I don't think well, that yeah, she – have a season left, you know. I mean, lots can happen. She's aligned with Trinity, who's doing very well. Oh, I just meant, like, this week. I felt like this week oh, I felt I she, like, could have been top two. But let's, Oh, you know, no, 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 no. Really? Well, let's get into it, you know? Because, okay. bitch, yeah. I thought it was an egg roll. <laughs> what is that? That Please. was, I think Shay was, like, she had, a, like, a, a, a sponge in her hand, and Jada thought she was, she's like, oh, you eating a snack? Oh, and she's like, no, yeah. it's a sponge. She's like, oh, bitch, I thought it was an egg roll. It's because oh. she's stoned, you know? She's so high. <laughs> well, Jada, what did she say? Oh, my God, I wrote it down. I know that the, the, uh, the, Sorry. I know that these other girls are stalking in the forest just waiting to pounce on all of this sickening, juicy meat and block me. I was like, where, where are we going Jada? with this, Jada? Yeah. Yeah. Jada. So we're on the runway, and I wanted to call out and appreciate the Jersey Turnpike. Jada Attenborough Hall. I'm sorry. Jada, Jada Attenborough Hall. Is that because she's narrating a documentary yes. about the earth? Yeah. Because she's co-starring in Jurassic Park, yeah. Um, <laughs> she's co-starring. In, did you say dressing park? Jurassic Park. Well, maybe oh, Jurassic. Jurassic. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize this until the other night that that was in Attenborough playing the grandfather. Oh, is that true? Yeah, they're a dynasty. The Attenboroughs are like the Redgraves. There's a whole bunch of oh, them. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, yeah, the, that's the cool. British Barrymores. Yeah. So I, I want to call out this, this you know, we got a, a Jersey Turnpike reference, and I wanted to just clarify mm. because there's some inside baseball here. I had to look it up. I'm not saying I knew these. Zizmore. Dr. Zizmore. I, you know, I always love that RuPaul and Michelle make no effort to explain Dr. Zizmore because I nope. do think that's pretty reasonable. We only get it. Yeah, yeah. we only get it. <laughs> uh, Marys who are outside of, like, New York, uh, what is that? What, do you just assume this is some kind of plastic surgeon? Because it's a uh, – you'll Google it. Um, but – the Turnpike references, um, where RuPaul says, you know, directly from exit 16, and I thought you were from 14A. So eg- <laughs> 14A is Bayonne, and uh-huh. 16 is basically Secaucus, but it takes you to Sportsplex, which I think is like the, uh, you know, the, the baseball football stadium. Um, but it could also be the Alexander Hamilton service area, which I imagine is you know, an option. So that's to, to orient people where these, these stops are. It's, it's, it's cities, towns, and neighborhoods, areas called Bayonne and Seclaucus. Yeah, right. It, yeah. That kind of speaks for itself. Oh, Bayonne. Yeah. Bayonne and sure. Secaucus are the Patty and Selma of New Jersey. There you go, Mary. Put it on a topac. Yeah. And I'm from Put New Jersey. I am from the, like... Millhouse of New Jersey, so you're from Rahway, right? I'm from Rahway, so I'm not even yeah. Millhouse. I'm like Mary, the kid who's nauseous honey. all the time. Prison, honey. I'm sideshow Bob of New Jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm the sideshow Bob of New Jersey. You are, um, well, yeah, you're what's up there? Uh, well, you're that's... in, yeah, you're in a nicer part of town. So you're almost like the when Marge, Kabapo, maybe? No, I, I think it's Susan from the oh. from the Country Club episode. I think you Susan. live you okay. live by Susan. I I live. She's like Saddle River. She's Upper she's Saddle River. Big Upper Saddle River. Yeah, yeah. that's Upper Saddle River, Franklin Lakes, yep. uh, which is near me, but or near where I grew up. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's like a two steps down. I think. Yeah, maybe you would be the, the nicer friend who Marge meets at the at the Quickie Mart, mm. who invites them because she's okay. you know she's warmer. Um, <laughs> it's not a well, Upper Saddle River, you know. I gotta say, for this runway, I think. I, I, I do want to talk about the nuances. I have my bottoms. I have my tops. But I thought all of these looks were fantastic. I just thought all of them did such a great job. Like, Jesus. And I, I'm left to wonder how much production kind of let them all be successful. How much Trinity actually, you know, helping the girls really change the mood. It, all of them were so good. No one, I feel like, should be embarrassed. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone was a disaster. I think, um, including guest judge Betsy Johnson. Uh, I just thought we should name her as well. That Betsy Johnson, who is giving me Ruth Gordon. She's giving mm. me a little Juliette Lewis. She's giving uh-huh. me a little Glenn Close. Uh-huh. She's giving me a little Suzanne Summers on a peyote bender. Like, I... I, I just, don't know if I know her from Project Runway or Top Model. Is she, was she a Project Runway person a lot? I don't think that she was like – she may have been a guest once or twice, but I, she wasn't like, a, you know, a, a Zach Braff or whatever his name was. Zach Ford. Zach – what was his name? Zach – no, I went to Posen. college with him. Zach Posen, yeah. Yeah, I, I – don't, don't jump down my throat just yet, Marys. I get Bessie Johnson confused with Diane von Furstenberg. Not because – I know who they are – the difference between who they are. It's their fashion that I sometimes get mixed up. Uh, so, and, and I think that's top models fault because they, both of them were featured. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's unbelievable. And I hope you, hope people write letters. I think that's unbelievable. How do you not know the difference? How do you um, not know the difference? Oh yeah. my God. DVF is, and you know, they probably call her DVF. DVF. DVF yeah. is iconic in her own way. She makes those flowy caftan gowns and Betsy Johnson is like chic and punk and anyway. All right. I'm done. Yeah. Well, neither of them are hot, so it doesn't matter. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, all right. So, you know, I want to talk about Raja cause I think this could have been one that on a different season, there could have been a different edit for, but I mm. feel like it's almost like a Supreme pizza queen. I feel like she shows up and says, yeah, it's pizza and I'm serving it like flank steak, you know, or filet mignon, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Mary, it was, you know, this look was really fucking cool. Like up close, it was probably a mess, but like, whatever. She uh, sold it. It was so weird, oh God, but I was so like, good. I just, I, I guess with Raja, I'm like, she knows way better than I do about this. And so I will always defer a little bit to Miss Pizzerina herself, Raja. I think also the fact that she unabashedly defended it helped us kind of forgive it because the other read is I could say, this is what the toilet paper roll looks like after the cat plays with it. Well, yes, exactly. Like this, it, it's, you know, it's, it's that gif. It's that gif of Alyssa Edwards pointing at Coco. Mama, this is garbage. Swooping into the shot. Mama, this is garbage. The gif of the cat just scratching Oh, just scratching it. Oh, at the toilet. Yes. And then there was a guy who, like, put music to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my cat at 3.02 in the morning. Raja's sewing her look. Yeah. Um. But it's like, but the way that she just, like, sold it was like, no, you know, this, this, you know... Basically, this Burning Man priestess. I was oh, like, it was brilliant. Okay, I guess. Brilliant. I think you know better than I do. Oh God, rags to riches, Mary. Yeah, I thought it was. She ripped up that runway. Yeah, you tore it up, Miss Thing. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes from all of Drag Race. You <laughs> tore it up, Miss Thing. And the way she says it, it's RuPaul to Tyra. You tore it up, Miss Thing. I love that quote so much. That's my rattle. Like- I feel like this week it's not Raja Raja Raja, it's Raga Raga Raga. So Oh just, man. Just to put that out Did there. wait wait, didn't even didn't RuPaul even said Raja 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 this week. I meant to edit together. Oh yeah. Raja Raja Raja. Raja Raja Raja. Yeah, but I didn't, so maybe I could edit it in here. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, so fuck want, me. Yeah. yeah, fuck my yeah. drag, right? <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> no, fuck me. I you know That's a, that's gay porn, Mary. That's gay porn. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. But it's it's it has to be it can't be too like um porn starlet. It has to be porn twink. Oh, fuck me. It has to be kind of annoyed, you know, cuz like gays are kind of annoyed about everything. Wait, wait, let me get into it. Let me get into it. Um <clears throat> oh, fuck me. Oh, God, fuck me. Uh oh, fuck me. They're always mad. Fuck me. Fussy. <laughs> It's fussy. So fussy. Like, oh god damn it. Like fuck me. <laughs> that reminds me of Ezra Miller, who I know is like a hot button issue right now, but they were in a movie where they had sex with an older woman because they met at work. They were they played an intern. Oh, what movie is this? 
Sorry, Mary. Uh, <laughs> is it the intern with Robert De Niro? No, no. <laughs> no. Um, she gets. They get drunk at a party. Uh, I like. It's. Is it the I perks like of being a wallflower? Is it? We need to talk about Kevin. Is it Trainwreck? Oh, maybe it's Trainwreck. I'm just. Yes, looking... I think it is Trainwreck. I'm yes. just looking at all the movies yeah. that pop up. It would on... be. It would be Amy's. Uh, what's her name? Amy uh, Schumer. Amy Schumer. I was like Amy Schumer. Yeah. I think Amy Schumer in that movie goes home with them and they have sex and then their mom walks in and it turns out that they're 17. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of is that um, All-Stars 3 challenge where RuPaul, they do the My Best Girlfriend's Trips Wedding Ever oh, acting yes. challenge. And when RuPaul's yeah. setting it up, he says, hmm. It's a mix of a this and a sexy Amy Schumer comedy. And I was like, oh my God. Ew. Cringe. Gross. There's no yeah. such thing. Um, yeah. Ezra Miller in that movie goes, hit me. And it's just like, you know, like very forceful. Like, come on, hit me. Because uh, she's not hitting. Yeah, she's not enough. hitting enough. Yeah. Uh, does does she look like his mother? I feel like that's always the gag in those things that like his mother walks in and she's blonde. Uh, no, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, I thought Evie looked great. I love the pants. Um, Kimberly uh, Evie, Evie continues to, I feel like, just, like, fuck all of the haters with that makeup. I mean, she's consistent in that it's like, this is the drag I'm doing. And, and that it can be both messy and perfect in all the right places, oh, you I know? I thought it was perfect. I thought, I think every week her makeup gets more and more refined and like gorgeous and i feel like one of the biggest critiques of evie's was that she's a little too rough around the edges a little too sloppy and i just don't see that yeah i think it's it's more of like once you see the larger picture it's like oh okay i see what you're doing in the same way that like if you only see one of jinx's looks like maybe the one this week you may have a different idea of who jinx is you know okay we got to talk about this mary this i was getting Derek Barry's showgirl look on season eight. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, when RuPaul said, somehow we always end up back at the saloon, it made me miss critiques because it was like, yeah, we need to name this. Like, this is, yeah, this is, this is Derek and the eyebrows. There was no eyebrows, really. Uh, Well, they were just really light. And granted, I feel like it's, it's the, probably the face that Derek had in, his mind when he was painting yes. and blocking his brows because obviously Jinx did it much better, but it was it was the same like impact. Like they were so thin and so high that it was almost like, well, it, it luckily it's Jinx who's very good at this. Otherwise, it could have gone into a Derek Barry situation. I mean, I have to say overall, like it's all subjective. This one didn't it didn't you know tickle my taint so to speak. Like I didn't love this look. Uh-huh. There you go. Um, I'm just going to do that. Every time you do a, uh, I'm going to come back with a bad coming sound. Okay. That's going to be my response. Yeah. Uh, I, I did love the, the judges banter. Oh, Rue, I think her corset's too tight. Her legs turning purple. Like that was, it was just, it made the look very entertaining. It reminded, it made me notice that her leg was purple. I was like, Oh, look at that. Me too. Oh, look, you did that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I liked when, you know, because some of Betsy Betsy Johnson, it was like, I never, I didn't know where her sentences were going to go, but they usually landed in the right place. And that was fun. That was fun to watch. But I think one of the critiques I loved the most was when she said to Trinity that she was walking the way that dress wants to walk. And I thought that seemed like a very designer thing to say Mm. that sounded very romantic of like, oh, I love that you said that. That's cute. Fashion's cool. Yeah, fashion is cool. Uh, fashion has changed. No, it hasn't. Yeah. Uh, you don't wear white shoes after Labor Day, Mary. So uh, Jinx Monsoon would have been in the bottom for me. Uh, the other bottom, and I feel like, I, well, I know that you disagree. The other bottom would have been Monet. Wow. Wow, Monet. Oh, poor girl. I just, I thought it had a lot of impact. I thought it was just a fun, cool look. I... I, I guess I don't know if I would have put it in the bottom. I think maybe if I were to, I would probably well, there's say there's nobody else that I would have put in the bottom. That's I think, why I happen to be in the bottom. Oh, well, I think they could have put Raja in the bottom. I think there could be a totally different edit where they decide to not 
laugh at the fact that she was like, well, oh. I kind of went too far with it. Oh, my God, it is. But, like, they mm-hmm. could have very easily been like, yeah, you really lost control of this look. Like, there, uh-huh. there was a whole other bunch of critiques they could have given. And I could have seen Raja and um, maybe Monet. I could have. I, I really think, I mean, let's talk about Shea Coulee. I think that the one thing, I mean, it was overall, I get what you're saying. The character she created was really cool. I think maybe beyond the pink pants, it just seemed like a little bit, it seemed like something on Project Runway that people have been read for for seasons. I thought that she put so much effort into creating that print, and then I felt like it, the, the amount of which it was featured didn't seem worth it. Interesting. Okay, I mean, I, I hear that critique. I just, for me, it had such an impact when she was walking down the runway, more than Monet, because with Monet, it's like, okay, it's a bodysuit, and... Is that the hardest thing to make when it's stretchy? You know, so she like, had it mostly made. We saw in the workroom. Remember when she like was clinching it in the back and was like walking hunched over around the workroom yes. showing off. So she had most of that made pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a reason why, Mary, this is going to sound like a read. I don't really mean it that way. But the first thing queens learn how to make is a bodysuit. And then the next step is you can turn it into a cat suit. Yeah. And then the bathing suit, just take the legs off. Yes. So uh, it, it, it's, again, no shade to Monet because she did make the choice to turn that print into a bodysuit, which, you know, it's like, okay, that makes sense for this Lee Bowery moment, yada, yada, yada. I get it. She made the hat. It looked cute. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it, I, again, she's not in the bottom because I think – I thought all of them did so fucking well – and you have to put somebody in the bottom. And I'm like, okay, well, this one to me had the least impact for me. Yeah, I've if... seen it before. I've seen it before. I've seen a Lee Bowery loud print before. Yeah, I wonder if Monet, if she like added some similar like to that vivacious look, if there were some cones or some weird shapes or something uh-huh. that like threw off, did something there. Like maybe that would have been interesting. Um, mm. I did like Michelle calling out her dumb earrings. I thought the earrings were it was a funny little touch, and I I like Michelle's appreciation of dumb. Um, mm. But you know, and hey, Betsy Johnson called Monet art, and I was like, well. That's a, that's her name. Her name is Monet. Monet. So yeah. yeah. She is art. She yeah, is she art. is art. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't mean to shade Monet. I'm I'm literally trying to find somebody to be in the bottom. And it would have been for me Monet and probably the Vivian. Oh no, sorry, Jinx. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um yeah, the Vivian was I mean, the Vivian always looks beautiful. Sometimes when queens do that thing where like the the whatever, all that, the, the, the taffeta or whatever, the, the, the tool is kind of coming out and it's bulbous. Like Jinx did a little of this, Viv did a little bit of this. Sometimes I don't get that. Like I don't really, sometimes it, it throws my eye off in a way that doesn't, you know, is not pleasing, you know, mm. the way night traffic at night sounds are. Uh-huh. Um, but the judges always seem to love it. So I'm like, all right, well, I just don't get that then. Yeah. The Trinity, this was praised and praised and praised again. Uh, I her ass looked amazing in this. She, I can't believe she made this, right? It looked so extravagant. I think they talked about the details and the stoning. Uh, for whatever reason, it just it didn't have the same impact as Shay and Jada for me. Hmm. I, I mean, I thought she looked stunning. I thought her makeup was really great. I thought it was a, a very big look. I think there's a lot of impact yeah, there. Like There true. was just that's so much true. that went into this. Yeah, um, and maybe that's kind of the contrast with Shay, where it was like, ultimately, Shay's look in and of itself had a simplicity. And so it was like, man, for all of that time and effort to kind of end in something that's a little more restrained versus Trinity, where it was like, okay, but this is a lot of look. You know, I think that... Yeah. Uh, I guess to see Shay do so much work creating that print, I wish she like even did a fucking bodysuit just to see all of that effort, you know? <laughs> Not a bodysuit. Not a bodysuit. Body <laughs> Maybe made pants with the print, you know, something like that. I see what you mean. Uh, but Jada clearly won uh, serving Sarah Lee and Ralph. Yeah, put um, a cork in it. Put yeah. a star on it. Put a badge put a on, it. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll do wonders for your diction. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, she she is just for me. She is gold. No pun intended. I'm really happy to see her in the lead right now. I think this is great. I think it she was got a, a rim job out of it. She right? got a rim job out of it. You know, I mean, that's that's a, who needs a star when you got you know 
when you got your starfish getting tickled, you know, something like that. Some joke like got that. Those got those stars on. Got those stars on. No. Uh, what did you think of the lip sync? I think that either one of them could have won this. I think Jada yeah. was doing a great job. She had some real, real great moment. I honestly, I think Jada could have easily won this. And it was not that one Trinity was necessarily better than the other. I think it was just time to give Trinity the win and it moved the story along more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's the first time we've ever seen Jada lose a lip sync. And I don't think she really lost it, you know? There, there you go. Well said, Mary. Uh, yeah. Is it the best lip sync of the season? No, the first, the best lip sync of the season still is still. Monet Rocher. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I'm ready for Jada to go up against somebody else. Yeah, to be uh, an impactful lip sync. So. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get one more like really good lip sync in there. Um, you know, obviously Evie gets blocked and RuPaul, like Evie gets blocked and she kind of falls to her knees. And RuPaul does this kind of mom laugh where she like, she like lifts her chest or like arches her back a little bit when she laughs. It's this weird, like she's taken aback by it. I don't know. It's very, it's a very sweet laugh. Like RuPaul is really getting her life. Um, yeah, she is very entertained by these, these ending puns, the chocolate, the plunger, the everything. I, Honestly, I think RuPaul's direction is have a great time, Ru. Ru, you have to have the best time. And that's just what she's doing. Yeah, sometimes I see piece. through it. Sometimes yeah. I don't. Yeah. Laugh, Ru. Laugh. You're, having, you're not smiling. Fucking laugh, Ru. Fucking laugh. Make us fucking laugh. Uh, it's like, well, you, you have you watched any of that show? I love that for you. On Showtime? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I feel like there's, you know, the, the, the girl in the control booth, the woman in the control booth who's in her ear the whole time. Stop, mm-hmm. stop apologizing. Stop, stop. You're not, you know, like I feel like RuPaul must have someone in her ear who's just like, you don't look happy right now. Right. right, right. We RuPaul's can see, like, we see not, you. I'm well, not. I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm livid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. what, what do you think is going to happen now? Well, uh, next week is going to be an acting challenge, so I think we can safely say that Jinx and Evie uh, will uh, – Jinx and the Vivian will probably do well again. I, I really want to see Monet shine. I want to see her get to the top two of, of the week again. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. but So I don't know what's going to happen, but I think if I were to go with predictable notes on if it's an acting challenge – it stands to reason that Viv and Jinx are going to be back on top. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this week I thought it was going to be Shay and Jada. still think it should have been um, because it was a design challenge. But, yeah, I'd have to take that logic that the Jinx and the Vivian will do really, really well. I could see Trinity doing really well again. Uh, hey. I could, you know, I could see uh, Monet Kind of figuring out how to be funny. Uh, what is it like a Santa uh, Santa San- Santa's School for Girls, which is a, a funny pun because I think it's a '70s TV movie called Satan's School for Girls. So oh, okay. appreciate okay. that. Um, yeah, maybe Trinity. You know what? She's won acting challenges before. She's been robbed in acting challenge. I mean, it- Michelle, you remember my porch? Remember that? So anything could happen. I do remember that. Wow. All right, Mary. I love it for you. Wait, question. Who's the BSA this week? I'm going to give it to Betsy Johnson. I think that it, she was great and untucked as well. Um, she was just, I, I was hanging on her every word because I had no idea how, how one was going to string to the other. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it to probably, I mean, Jinx really just like carried the episode to the runway. So I have to give it to Jinx. All right. I mean, hey. Jesus Christ. 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 There were longer. It was longer. There were more. Well, Mary, hopefully uh, it's Pride Week and hopefully you'll get something much longer. 
I mean... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got my ears on. All right, Marys. We are going to end it there. If you have thoughts on these legendary looks, you can reach out to us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. If you want, I am on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can find even more of me on my other two podcasts, whether it be In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us, including Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, where we continue to queen out on things going on in this episode and going out in the queer Uh All of that will be coming out on Tuesday on Patreon.com slash All Right Mary. All right, Mary. Well, I, you know, just want to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Uh, this pretty crazy weekend. Um, a lot of anger, a lot of just WTF, um, really fucked up shit that's going down. And I know that this is kind of when we listen to Drag Race podcasts, we watch Drag Race. It's a great kind of like turn it off for a second. I would be remiss if I did not have our last chance lip sync, though, kind of express some things that are going on. This is Angry 2 by Lola Blanc, and I love this song. I want this song performed and sung for uh, hopefully not a long time um, until things kind of get back on track. Totsines! I buried the unseemly urges Deep down in the ground with the roots But it's all coming up to the surface Maybe it's getting ready to bloom And I don't want to be a monster in the making I don't want to be more bitter than sweet I don't know how to be Just standing by blankly Not getting angry Cause another and another coming up Out of the gutter till I'm drowning in and they're pushing all my buttons But they never seem to wonder why Another and another ask each other Does it get your blood boiling? Does it make you see red?